Welcome to Survivor Cast International. I'm Cody. And this is Modest Mouse. You're not wrong. Things are a mess, but there's still something left. Friendships are just a chain of pets, but there's much more than this. I don't know you. You and I are us, you see. Welcome to Survivor Cast International. Today on the pod, we're talking episode two of Survivor Syracuse. Now, coverage of this series of Survivor has been marked by sloppiness and audio cues and late night recordings. And we're certainly not going to stop any of that at this point uh to be completely honest my my memory of episode one is a bit fuzzy so we're going to rely on the uh survivor syracuse twitter page which provides just really lovely infographics the episode one takeaways meme that they posted zach found the soul idol Lydia Swade, Unanimous Vote, Sabrina, Aerogen, Alliance, By the Way, Mike, Holly, Owen, and Joe, Alliance, By the Way, I'm not sure what BTW stands for besides By the Way, so if that's incorrect, please do uh, hashtag correction, post any corrections under uh, hashtag correction, we'll make sure to address them ASAP. Holly, Cassidy, and Kevin are secret besties. Lindsay and Ryan pretend they're not friends. That is, again, uh, this is the the what you need to know before tuning into episode two infographic shared by at Survivor underscore Qs on Twitter. Uh, and so before we hop into episode two... Just trying to recap, just trying to rebuild episode one in the old memory palace as uh, as well as we possibly can. Uh, on the Mind Tribe, we have Molly, Colin, Jen, Carl, Kevin, Lydia, and Sabrina. Bodies got Mike, Gabby, Holly, Jason, Joe, Madison, and Owen. And Soul has Ryan, Adam, Becca, Cassidy, Jamia, Lindsay, and Zach. Now, last ep I starred, we'll call them my my Soulsters. My my top, it looks like five people that really stood out. I've got Jen on the Mind Tribe. Mike on the Body Tribe, Ryan on the Soul Tribe, Becca on the Soul Tribe, 
and Jamia on the Soul Tribe as the five people that most stood out to me. Just looking at my notes from one week ago. Uh, beyond that, you know, go back and listen to episode one. Just looking over my notes here. Lots of stuff going on here. Uh, I do remember that showmances are a thing that seem to happen in this iteration of uh, College Survivor pretty often. And that Jen went home last week. So with that being said, this is a watch-along episode. That's enough uh, recap, I would say. We're going to do the classic Survivor International Countdown, which is, I'll say, outwit, outlast, outplay. And when I say play... Your episode of Survivor Syracuse Mind, Body, Soul number two should be at zero minutes and zero seconds. When I say outwit, outlast, outplay, you hit play when I say the word play. That's at least two dry runs that we've had. So there should be no reason why we're not perfectly synced up in this moment. Ready to dive into episode two of Survivor Syracuse Mind, Body, Soul. And before we dive in, before we hit play, please do do a, do a self check. Is your mind, is your body, is your soul? Are the chakras concerning the three, are they aligned? Are they in a synchronous pattern? Do they see and understand one another? If not, pause the podcast now. If for goodness sake, address that. But if so, feel free to continue onward. Now, it is allergy season in Minnesota. So if I sound a little bit stuffy, that's probably the reason why. But regardless of that, this wasn't this was intended to be at first a completely solo coverage of Syracuse. And then co-host Jacqueline and myself toyed with the idea of doing rotating weeks of coverage. Unfortunately, she now finds herself in a pain-slash-drug-induced coma once again while recovering from leg surgery. Totally understandable. But what that means is you're left with uh, another solo bolo, sloppy, co-host Cody, Syracuse coverage episode. The difference between last week and this week is that this week will be a watch-along so without further ado, go to YouTube, subscribe to the Survivor Syracuse YouTube page, get Survivor Mind, Body, and Soul Episode 2, their episode title, I'm Taking This Personally. And once you have that pulled up at zero minutes and zero seconds, I'm going to give you the Outwit, Outlast, Outplay countdown. And together, we're going to just watch this whole 55 minutes together. See what we think. See what we feel. 
see what we experience together. So here we go. Outwit. Outlast. Outplay. All right. Starting with Lindsay. Wall Kill New York of the Soul Tribe. Turn it on the closed captions, even though they are hit or miss on YouTube. It's going to be truly insane how little I remember of anything from last week. All right. Loving Lindsay's dorm room. Lots of plant life. Got some lights going on. Some books in the background, although we can't quite see what those are. Maybe some ceramic cups, perhaps, it looks like. Here we go, checking out the Syracuse uh, College campus, that lovely drone shot that we loved last time, the Mind Tribe, Molly, Colin, Jen, Carl, Carl with the K, remember him, Carl Tart Vibes, Kevin with the spoon, oh yeah, Lydia, Sabrina, it's all coming back now, Body, My Body's Invigorated, Mike, Gabby, oh boy, Holly, Purple hair, Jason, Joey Joe, Mrs. Madison, O is for Owen, moving over to the Soul Tribe, who do we have, Ryan, Blondie Ryan, Adam, Becca, Cassidy, Jamia, Lindsay, Zach, Zach with the CH. Can we talk about how often on college LRGs we see people driving while filming themselves and how very dangerous that is? So it looks like between episode one and two, we've gone distant. How will this season hold up as a distant season? Right now I'm seeing... Uh, let's see. One, two, three, four, five by one, two, three, four, six... You know, roughly 28 just little tiny individual screens with different people's faces. Kind of difficult to tell who is talking right now. This is certainly not ideal for doing a watch-along in the early morning hours while moderately inebriated. But let's see. Lady's voice. Where's it coming from? Looking around. Oh, it's Lydia. So we're talking second row, one from the right. Real Brady Bunch vibes here. Am I crazy, or did they go distant at the end of last episode? This, like, seems vaguely familiar, but my notes are not super helpful. All right. One person down, 20 to go, looking for their winner. How is this going to be a 55-minute distant episode? All right, let's see. They're going into a challenge. I hope it's some type of challenge that's really dynamic to watch. Distance. Price is right. Oh, boy. Okay, so far I've loved Survivor Syracuse, Mind, Body, and Soul. Their willingness to graft themselves onto other type of shows. We saw them do a amazing race type thing last episode now it seems they're straying into price is right territory is it possible the host could live up to bob barker or drew carey big shoes to fill 
Okay. All the prices coming from Walmart or specified from Staples or blank. Okay, everyone's going to go three times. Random order. Ran tribe. You're down. All right, this is difficult to follow the instructions of this game while also talking continuously. The host is drinking some type of energy drink. He looks really jived up. Who's the sleepy co-host on the right? Okay. So, it looks like they are definitely trying to adapt to the now distant setting. I do have to say I really appreciate the energy that the host is bringing. Need some dip for those bland trips. Try some of these Tostitos Avocados Salsa Dip from Walmart. All right. So it's the half size, right? And, you know, honestly, the size that they're talking about right now, I I call that the normal size with the, like, the bigger containers really being the weird jumbo size. I definitely don't think of this size of dip as a half size. This is the standard size. So I guess they're going to now guess how much this particular item costs. $249 on the Mind Tribe. I actually, I fucking love this as this is a fantastic idea as a distant challenge. $469 from Body. Okay. Who went over? $349. Meaning Soul gets the point. Okay, we're going to... Okay. I think I said last episode that I was a little 50-50 on this host, but this is, like, really fantastic. Pump up the jams. Pump it up. Eighty-five ninety-nine by body. Twenty-three twenty-three from soul. Quite a fucking range going on here. Oh, yeah. I also love the host talking into his faux microphone here. Lydia Smart going in the middle. It's going to go to Lydia. Shit. No, totally to body. Smart to go. Like, that is a, that's a high-end little speaker, most definitely. Okay. Vita Fusion Women's Gummy Multivitamins. I'm going to guess. Ooh, $12.99 is my guess. $5.69 from the Soul Tribe. Remember, my guess is $12.99. Okay, Carl, nine even. Stupid guess. Put some change in there, Carl, you fool. Holy shit, the body tribe, and I have the same exact guess. It's going to go to the body tribe. I just know it. Ooh, 1088. Fuck, Carl took it. Whoever this guy is on the body tribe right now, we are we just synced up. We're soulmates. All right, what do we have here? Paintbrush set from Joanne's Colin. I'm guessing $7.99. Oh, damn, me and the Mind Tribe are now synced up. $8.50 from the body. Lindsay, $12.49. I appreciate the, the $7.99, $8.50. I appreciate Lindsay's guess, I have to say. I think Lindsay might take it. Who's it going to go to? 
11-24. Owen takes it. Is that Owen on the Mind Tribe? <clears throat> okay, I have to say that the host is doing a great job. You can really, I think, in my opinion, you judge the host of Survivor on their ability to narrate during a challenge and their ability to engage during tribal. And I think I said last episode I was 50-50 on this host, but I'm 150% on board with the host now. He's fucking killing it on this episode. He's so engaged. He's doing such a great job during this challenge, a distant prices Right challenge. What harder circumstances can you imagine where you have to really bring it home as a host of fan-made Survivor? He is doing such an amazing job here. All right, let's check, let's get back to the episode. Cream cheese from Costello. It looks like some high-end cream cheese. I'm guessing five seventy-nine is my guess. All right, Zach is going three forty-nine. Kevin is going six fifty-nine from the Mind Tribe, and Joe from the Body is going four seventy. I'm gonna give it to Joe. I think Joe's got it. Delectable in Italy brown Havarti cream cheese. 781. I feel like I was really close there with my guess. I don't quite remember what it was. Man, this host. He's got he's like a he's like a Jeff. Jeff from Harmontown. I'm trying to think of his last name. Jeff Daniel. Alright. Know yourself. Little card, or is it a book? Eleven fifty nine from the Mind Tribe, Gabby. Five twenty from Becca. And eight ninety nine from the Soul Tribe. Ten ninety nine. It was a book, not a card. Becca gets a point for the soul. Okay, so at the current standing, mine has four points. Body has one. Soul has two. Mine just fucking wiping the floor. The host takes another big old drink of his energy drink. And it's it's doing him wonders. I mean, he's really, he's bringing the heat here. Okay. Purple hair from the body tribe is low-key stressed. Body tribe almost has no chance at this point. Spice in your life. Indulge in the Jose Cuervo Silver Tequila. All right, I should be able to knock this out of the park, right? Ha ha ha. Wink, wink. Eighteen fifty. I'm guessing uh, twenty six seventy five. Seventeen fifty on the Soul Tribe. Nah. Twenty forty nine. It's definitely over twenty bucks for some Jose. Oh yeah, I was real close. I would have gotten this. Oh, damn. Prince. 1999. We're gonna party like it's 1999. Crazy that the tequila is 1999. Those Walmart low prices. 
Oh, look at this. Uh, the co-host just down at her drink here. Love it. Soul Tribe. I'm excited to learn who we are through these challenges. It's nice to see you guys. Yeah, must be nice to have done this over COVID times, I imagine. Beauty Planet Deodorant. Ooh, seven something. Seven dollars in the seven dollar range. Soul five seventy-five. We've got mind guessing six fifty. I'm still seven dollar range at least. Body going five oh one. Yeah, it is a good strategy. I agree, host. Ten oh ten sixteen. My goodness, that is expensive. Nausea, fever, top care, economy size, ibuprofen. Hmm. This is the one where I'm guessing like five seventy-nine. Okay, now we've got the co-host much further back from the camera. Are they going to display something? Alright, here we go. Yep, they've got some type of under armor type. $24.95. Did I miss how much the ibuprofen cost? $49.99. Kevin is guessing $24.99. I'm thinking over 50 for this, like, Under Armour type thing. Because it is cost $59.99. Lindsay gets the point. Current standing, mine has five, body has two, soul has six. I don't know. Gosh. How long does this segment last, I wonder? I feel like they might really milk this segment because, you know, they need something to do during distance, but it's really hard to continually give commentary over a Price is Right segment. Although it is, you know, it's fun to watch. Did the host just call the lading on the mind tribe radiant really living up to like creepy game show host blatantly hitting on women type vibes because if so i love it some like classic uh family feud host like kissing the ladies on it type thing the next object is achieve your most radiant self Aveeno Positively Radiant Doily Moisturizer. That's got to be like an $11.99 type price point, I feel like. Cassidy's going for $5.69. You undershot it, Cassidy. Cassidy's ashy. She doesn't moisturize. $3.99? Oh my gosh. Way undershot it. $1.49? You fucking joker. What are you thinking? They're all ashy as fuck. Look at these dry-ass motherfuckers. They don't use lotion whatsoever. They're all itching and scratching. Chips Ahoy. All right. Classic cookie. Mm, $4.69 is my guess. Where are you going to get these Chips Ahoy at Walmart? Gabby 
Gabby, she loves some cookies. She's gonna get this. Oh, yeah. Come on, Body Tribe. You should be able to get those cookies. Mine has five, Body is two, Soul has seven. Oh, did I miss what the cookie... What, what was the cookie price? Now they're going on to a tablet? Some, like, crazy stylus pen? Oh, gosh, that pen is worth way more than $9.50, Gabby. What are you thinking? All right, mine is going 30 bucks, And Soul is going 25 It's going to go to mine. Shit's, like, always more expensive than you think. Yeah. Come on, you fools. $9? What are you? You, you damn fools? All right. It's really just between mind and soul at this point. All right. Microfid, micro fridge and microwave dual set. Oh boy. All right. We've got the, uh, what is it? Veronica White? The, Vanessa White, something, Vanna White. The Vanna White of Survivor Syracuse here showing off the uh, the microwave and mini fridge combo. I've got to say 150 minimum, come on. $74.99 is not a terrible guess, but like, if you're going below 70, you're a fool. It's a fridge and microwave combo. Eight hundred ninety-eight. Yeah, goddamn! It's a fucking fridge and a microwave. Hashtag Nazi technology. Hashtag Project Paperclip. Hashtag Throw away your microwave. Hashtag Reptile government. Hashtag Joe Biden is a microwave lizard monster. All right, here we go. Now we're getting some shots of the campus. Always love that. Looks like the challenge is over. We've got Adam here with the... Huh? What? I? Really? Okay, Adam. Adam, I'm loving the energy that you're bringing to your talking head. You've got like a who, what, when, where, why type thing, but you've tweaked it a little. You're doing a lot of shoulder movements. You've got some beautiful art in the background. Okay. Zach, you definitely want to team up with Jemiah. Mmm. Hashtag bro night. Love that. Huh? What? I? Really? I mean, huh? What? I? Really? Has got to be the name of the episode, right? Better write that down before I forget. This is quite, quite the episode, I have to say. This is the wonderful thing about fan-made Survivor content, is you would never in a million years have an episode like this on any type of broadcast, CBS, or even international Survivor, where it starts with a crazy Price is Right type 
and then it's going to switch to, you know, mostly individual strategy from there. It's going to be a very unique episode, I feel like. Looking forward to it. Good music going on here. Let's take a little... Okay, so we've got hand sanitizer, some type of red cloth thing. All right, and here we are. Who do we have here? We've got Jamia from the Soul Tribe. Here for a good time. Real, you know, basic bones apartment. We see his fuse box. We see some other type of utility cabinet type thing over his left shoulder. We've got a fridge there. Some real basic bones cabinets. Open those cabinets. Open those cabinets. Hashtag open the cabinets, Jamia. What you got in there? Now, I do really appreciate the, uh, are these horn rim glasses with the, the straight tops and the, the oval bottoms? He seems like a man of sparse taste. Really, uh, not a lot of, uh, decoration. No frills going on in this apartment. Not a lot of wall hangings. Not a lot of art. On the other, okay, so what, what t-shirt is she wearing here? Something crones. This is Becca stirring the pot. Now, I do appreciate that Survivor Syracuse does seem to be uh, playing the game of using, you know, the the words and the descriptions next to people's names as a, a fun poking from production. Shout out to hashtag Surviving Maine, which... Uh, did uh, much of the same, most definitely. I just really cannot figure out what this lady's t-shirt says. Of course, this episode is going to be a lot of strategy, a lot of individual talking heads, a lot of uh, hard-to-follow-if-you're-drunk type content. So we're just going to find anything we can in the background to talk about. This, like, crazy hand thing over her left shoulder with the, like, planets attached to strings hanging off a, a giant's thumb, I guess? The fuck? That's crazy. That's cool. Are those the hands of God? Are those, like, the hands of Atlas? You know, we're all puppets, you know? Twisting aimlessly on the strings of fate? Is that what your your art is saying? And what the fuck does your t-shirt say? Something stone. Rolling stones! Okay, okay. I can't believe I didn't get that before. The rolling stones. They just... It's such a, a weird, like, art deco depiction of them. And here we are. Back to where the episode began with Lindsay. Allegedly something Lindsay, i do love the uh the flora and fauna in your dorm i have to say okay negative first impressions of becca didn't want to take a lasting impression against her but it's happening oh boy college survivor content tends to be like really really strategy focused and that is just hard for a guy like me to latch on to especially that my love my lovely hashtag co-host Jacqueline Doyle to help buoy me through it 
All right. Alliance is forming between this lady and Adam. Talking about how Adam is apparently just an extremely smart and strong player. Interesting. He hasn't necessarily came across that way to the viewer up to this point. All right. I do apologize for my phone popping off. We got some type of Twitter notification. And it's from Survivors Pacific Northwest. They're doing a, uh, a current live stream season. And, you know, the live stream versus, like, the edited and produced episode, I do have to say that the live stream is a little bit of a cop-out. I really appreciate the time that it takes to edit an episode together because otherwise what am i left with i have to either catch it live or i'm left with a fucking thousand videos to sort my way through on facebook mm, no thank you all right we've got a uh, we've got the double blondie crude here on screen we're 27 minutes or so into the episode we're over halfway through it. There's about... We've got... Okay, Molly, Survivor Royalty? Oh my goodness. I do enjoy... Because Survivor New York pulled the same trick recently... Of just bringing in the alumni. Even as a person who completely... I don't even know who these two are. But I can just feel the energy they're bringing. Boy, I love it. We're going to be taking a break here in a few minutes, so get ready to hit pause on your watch-along videos here. Okay. So right now, we're at the 26-minute mark. They're talking about Kevin, I believe. These two survivor royalty. I don't want to cut them off, but we may have to. They're talking about how Kevin may be too loyal. This is a really fun concept to like bring in some Survivor Syracuse alumni halfway through the episode to kind of give their thoughts on the players, especially during like the COVID season is to mix it up a little bit. All right, let's see where are we at here. So we're we're at twenty six forty five right now. We're going to take a, a, a break at 27 minutes on the dot. It might cut these two people off, but we're going to go for a time point rather than a point in the episode. And one. Okay, I've paused it at the 27 minute exactly. If you're a little bit over, if you're a little bit shy, that's okay. Get to the 27 minute point. We're going to take a break here. We'll be back in a few minutes to wrap up Episode 2 of Survivor Mind, Body, Soul, their, epi their episode title. I'm taking this very seriously. We will be back in a few minutes. Thanks for listening. And keep your mind, body, and soul on point, baby. See you in a sec.
good, good city. Yes, it is. It's, it's the Cuse. It's the Emerald City. It's the heart of New York. It's called Syracuse. They got a good, good college called Syracuse University. But it's also a city, a wonderful city, a very nice city. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. You got the Erie Canal going through Syracuse. Yes, you do. You can hop on route. 81 or 90 and go right to Syracuse. Yeah, yeah, it's called Syracuse. It's a wonderful city in New York. Oh, yeah, I really love Syracuse because Syracuse is a wonderful city. Yeah, oh, yeah, yes. they got the big college. Big college. It's in Syracuse. They got the good people living there. They got a lot of snow in the winter time. Uh-huh. Syracuse. Good, good place. Wonderful, Wonderful city. city. Go downtown Armory Square. Check out Eastwood. Yeah. Syracuse. That was, of course, the Syracuse song, parentheses, What a Great City, by the guy who sings songs about towns. Now, jumping right back into our watch-along coverage of Survivor Syracuse Mind, Body, Soul, Episode 2. Here we go. We're going to give the classic Survivor Cast International countdown before we jump out. Get in, outwit, outlast, outplay. Here we go. All right. We've got our two. We're at the 27-minute exactly. Jumping back in. We've got our two Survivor Syracuse alum don't exactly know who they are talking about their thoughts on the season so far. Couple of blondies talking about Colin. All right. They feel like Colin is playing it a little too close to his chest. How do we feel? Okay. Talking Lydia. They, they love Lydia. They love her pink nails. They love her earrings. They love that she's also blonde, just like they are. Here's Lydia. Uh, she's as blonde as me, and I love her for it. She has hair that is lacking in pigment and is the color of hay. And also, were she to be a Nazi, not to say that she would associate with those people or anything like that, but just hypothetically, you know, just to say, etc., etc. What about this hammock in the background? When everything. <laughs> All right. Switching back to Colin. From North Kingston, Rhode Island of the Mind Tribe. Who does Colin remind us of? Colin. The Fab Five. Him, Kevin, Lydia, Carl, and Molly. The Fab Five. So the Fab Five would be the Beatles plus... What, who's that guy? Peter Weiss? Peter... Who's the fifth Beatle? Winston Churchill? All right. This episode is just truly all strategy. Tough for a, a Survivor College series that then gets stuck with the, the COVID year, most definitely. Hard to recover from. 
hard to have a very dynamic semen, semen season. You're limited in options, most definitely. Colin here really not giving much away with his dorm room setup. Just the plain brick wall. I mean, for all we know, he may as well be in a county jail right now from what we can tell of his dorm room. I'm going to work out the assumption that halfway through the season, Colin was arrested and the jail, you know, ran with a iron fist by some warden that loved Survivor, allowed him to have a cell phone to continue to compete in his college Survivor content, and at the same time to work down his community service hours as a result. Sabrina floating around on the Mind Tribe. They really truly do love to use the production, the the credits of the people next to their names as an added element to like make a little joke, have a little fun. Love that element. Something that CBS Survivor or other mainline survivors can maybe take note of to an extent, possibly. Sabrina, how do we feel about her so far? She's yet to exhibit nary a magic ability, but she does have the half red, half brown hair, which is pretty rocking, pretty tight. I'm a fan. Looking for the immunity idol. Um, wink. Ends on a wink. Switching over here to Lydia who is being described as sneaky on the yellow tribe. The problem with closed captions is they do on occasion block out some of the info on the screen. Okay. Let's check out Lydia's dorm room here. She's got some flowers in the background. Again, not much on the walls. All of these Syracuse kids are really lacking in the decoration. I don't know what's going on with that. Lydia put up some posters, get a John Belushi wearing a sweater that says college poster, get a bunch of women showing their butts with the Pink Floyd discography painted on the back, get a Boondock Saint poster, get a Che Guevara poster, get a poster of Albert Einstein sticking his tongue out with a wacky look on his face. What other classic, hashtag, classic college poster? What classic college poster should Lydia put up in her dorm? All right, here we go. The Body Tribe, Gate H. Oh, boy, this is what I'm talking about. Who do we have here? Owen, this is a decorated dorm room, my friend. And it's really, it's real college aesthetic. Owen's the type of guy who's not going to have a midlife tri crisis because he decorated his dorm room correctly when he was in college. He's got the psychedelic full wall tapestry. They're kind of also Asian inspired and galaxy. He's like galaxy Asian infused. Okay. Gabby's earrings are also fantastic. Attention must be paid to Gabby's earrings, even more so than Wally Loman's death. Attention must be gay to get paid to Gabby's earrings. And hashtag, who is Walter Johnson, by the way? Oh, boy. 
All right. So Walter Johnson here, I'm just assuming that this guy's name is Walter Johnson and he had his name stitched into his shirt so he doesn't lose it. He's pissed off at the cockiness being exhibited by the other tribes. Madison from the Body Tribe. We've got some type of pencil drawing in the background. We've got some type of like porthole view of planet Earth type thing going on over the right shoulder. You know, not a lot, but a lot more than some other people have been giving up. So, you know what? I dig Madison. I dig what's going on in the dorm room background. Talking to Joe. Hmm. Madison here just speaking to the, the cascading relationships taking part here in Syracuse. I'm really curious how this tribal is going to go this episode. Really curious how the rest of the season is going to go. Difficult to produce and film a season fully over quarantine, but I definitely commend the effort. Survivor's a crazy game. For all I know, these people could be lying to me. I should just do dramatic readings of things people say. The one thing about watching fan-made Survivor LRGs is it is truly a, it's a slice of life. All right, okay, not to abandon that thought, but here we are with Gabby, who has a hunch, according to production, saying that she shit the bed. And Gabby's got quite the wall decorations going on here. We've got some, like, disco stuff going on, I'm guessing by the attire. Also, I commend production just showing the bare tits of this lady over her left shoulder. That's right. I'm going to say tits, and you're not going to blur them out, because this is Kyle. Is that Cher? My goodness, Gabby's the coolest person in the world. You know what? There's nothing wrong with a boob. Recently here in Minneapolis, they made it legal for women to bare their breasts in city parks. And I commend it because we just need to get over our fear of the naked human form. Not make such a big deal over it. I've got nipples. You've got nipples. Who is this? Dolly Parton over her right shoulder? So far, Gabby's got the best dorm. I don't know. But then we've got pink hair here. Holly, lighting master. Mm. The lighting is truly on point. She's got the, uh, you can tell from the reflections of her glasses that she's got the, the ring light going on. Rainbow flag over the left shoulder. Love it. My, uh, my daughter celebrating Pride Month this month just came out. My 13-year-old little daughter came out. And that was a fun thing i shouldn't say daughter because they just switched their pronouns and their name and exciting moment here at the household but yeah happy uh pride month to to holly and all the like-minded listeners who may be out there all right holly speaking to madison allegedly having an idol beautiful sunset over the right shoulder interesting that holly's dorm seems to have uh a more prominent window than we've seen featured on the other doormates. Funny that Holly has the wherewithal in the means to get like a ring light also. All right. Unfortunately, my, my audio seems to have gotten a little bit out of sync with the video here. 
but we've got what do we have here who is this Joe with the mind tribe all right it's not Joe it's Mike here from Valhalla New York New York New York with the body tribe and my video did get a little bit unsynced for a moment, but it seems to be back on track now. Mike just talking about how Gabby and Holly are feeding him different information. He's got not much going on in the back of his dorm room. He's got some type of hat on. I know this is definitely the content that you tune in for. Me uh, just commenting on people's hats and dorms and so forth. You know, just really stating the things that you can see with your own eyes, but through my voice. Mike, I gotta say, buddy, lose the gum when you're doing your talking head, for sure. I can't tell if he's like a Spicosi from Fast Times at Ridgemont High type character, or a type of you know, less fun-loving, more conservative bent type gum chewer you have to get more info on mike as the season goes on as of right now a real enigma those big brown doe eyes of his he does he looks real innocent looks like uh some like young buck lost in the woods of vietnam the vietnam of survivor syracuse Truly, if any LRG based around Survivor taking place at a college campus could be compared to the Vietnam War, it's most definitely this season of Survivor Syracuse. And I don't think anyone would take umbrage or offense or disagree with that for even a moment. It's just common sense. What does Mike's hat say here? Tuftus? Tufts? Is he a, a Tufts? He's got lots of pillows. Must have a comfy dorm, I guess. These, like, plain cement walls behind them. Put up a poster, my man. Mike just rambling on. But who am I to talk, this, you know, speaking of rambling on, my God, have you heard this episode? Have you heard any of our Survivor Syracuse episodes? Unsurprisingly, viewership and reception is down. Arguably, it's just hurting the Survivor Cast International brand. Mike just feeling nervous that he's reaching out to the wrong people. All right, here we are. Here we are with Joe. Joe and Mike, who don't look that similar. Again, Joe, very sparse decorations here. It'd almost be less weird if Joe had nothing on his walls, but instead of nothing, he has like a single line of Christmas lights in a half-hearted L-shaped pattern. Truly a psychopathic decoration style. A la, you know, truly... I just don't understand, Joe. Either do nothing or do more. The minimalist, he's a minimalist. 
Joe is a minimalist. So I guess that means he's going to roll through the season without many connections, just getting by with as little as possible. And he's rocking the backwards hat, something we don't see as often. So Joe is a minimalist who has nostalgia for the 90s. And I don't know what that means for his game exactly. I look forward to seeing him rocking some flannel in episode 3 and listening to some Pearl Jam by episode 4. Empanadas? Joe, please do make some empanadas. Alright, we've got Madison, Ken... Oh, never mind. Madison, Jason, and Mike of the Body Tribe all coalescing here together. About 10 minutes left of the episode. More like 15. You know, I will remind the producers and the creators of Survivor Syracuse that uh, to be concise takes a high level of skill and to be long-winded and bloated is the easiest thing in the world. This podcast, you know, case in point. All right. So they're in some type of, like, office pod, just discussing strategy, the three of them. Dude in the middle looks a little bit like Ezra Koenig of Vampire Weekend, but not too much. Who exactly are they discussing here? They're scared of her. She's scheming. She's smart. Did the best in the second challenge. This is the problem about doing a watch along without my co-host. If I miss a person's name, they're only going to drop it once. Burma t-shirt, huh? Or is it Burna? Yeah, definitely not Burma. Okay. They're thinking about bringing Owen into the three that they've established here. But they're a little bit wary of him. Maybe spilling the beans. Owen can't be trusted. What's going on with... Okay, at the beginning of the season, they were wearing masks. And then halfway through the season, at the beginning of this episode, they've switched to what seemed like full distance... But now they're all together not wearing masks whatsoever. What the fuck is going on here? The three of you should... There's no way that at the time of this being filmed, the three of you should be in this close proximity not wearing masks filming this. I'm very skeptical of that. Hmm. I don't know, Survivor Syracuse. Is Syracuse some like, uh, I mean, I guess we did find out that you are Mormon affiliated. Maybe you've got a firmer leg in the Survivor Liberty Union territory than I ever thought. Little baby Ezra Miller, just, uh, not Ezra Miller, Ezra Koenig. I apologize. Ezra Miller is the Flash. Ezra Koenig is the lead singer of Vampire Miller. Vampire Miller. Vampire Weekend. He kind of looks a bit like a combination of Ezra Miller and Ezra Koenig. So I guess we'll call him hashtag Vampire Flash. So baby Vampire Flash here, he's real expressionistic. He's really got the uh, the facial expressions going on here, sitting in the middle. 
Madison. Madison is wearing a t-shirt with her name on it. Granted, it's definitely a Madison, Wisconsin t-shirt, but, I mean, if my name was Tennessee, I probably wouldn't walk around wearing a t-shirt that says Tennessee on it very often, if ever. I don't know. Madison, a real enigma. An enigma deep-fried and wrapped in cheddar. The real Wisconsin way. You know, lots of Minnesotans, they, they hate Wisconsin, but I've, I've got a deep affection for Wisconsin. All right. So the body tribe is at tribal council. It is fully distant. Fire represents life, as usual, as the huge. I just truly don't understand what exactly the rules are between when things are distant and when they're not, who's choosing to isolate themselves and who's may not be. But I do want to see what happens exactly at this tribal. I enjoy that there's the, the weights, the sun, and the brain for body, soul, and mind, supposedly. Interesting that they would choose the sun as the representation for soul, but not totally inappropriate. All right. So last time we had Jen go home. And I don't fully remember what tribe that was. I do love Jason's t-shirt here. It's got some little boats on it. Women's Tevas. Jason, you were unable to price vitamins and women's Tevas correctly. Should we send you home because of it? Um, yeah, probably. I do love vitamins and Tevas most classically. Hmm. Definitely tough, definitely not in the cards. You were not destined to win, Jason. Holly, what is this poster over your right shoulder? Hashtag get at the pod with who's that post? The hair looks like it could be Dylan, it could be Clapton, but the way they're holding whatever garment they have on looks like they're maybe rocking it over the shoulder too provocatively. It's possible I'm a thousand percent off base and it's not even a person and it's definitely not even a man, but I just, is it Bob Dylan provocatively flashing their shoulder while wearing some type of like furry coat? Is that the poster you have in your dorm, Holly? Because if so, give her the earnings right now. Please just declare the season over. Throwing a landmine in the middle of a dinner table. Quite the illusion. And you're right, that is an unpredictable thing to do. It's a little bit of a complicated metaphor. You've lost several people on your tribe with the cutesy landmark dinner table metaphor. A little too pre-prepared. Top right, top row, second from the right, number six in the background. This dude looks like Andrew Garfield. 
and he looks a little queasy. Is it possible he's been bitten by a radioactive spider? That would mean to his left, to his right would be his Mary Jane. To his left is his Harry Osborne, his best friend. And then to the far right on the top row, that guy's going to become the Rhino. Bottom row, that dude's going to become Flash Thompson, Uncle Ben, and Aunt May. Flash Thompson, Uncle Ben, Aunt May are the bottom row. Top row, second from the right, is Survivor Syracuse's Spider-Man. All right, Joe. If you could put one... Spider-Man. The word's going to be Spider-Man. Empanadas. Well, Joe... Joe, you get one word. Well, uh, it's interesting that you asked me for one word, but I have two words, strong and dominant, which are kind of synonyms of synonym, synonyms of each other, cinnamon synonyms of one another. Hey, can you describe your, your day in one word? Yeah, sure. It was good and fantastic. Well, those aren't exactly the same thing, but they're pretty close, and why did you pick two words? I can't follow basic instructions, even when asked directly on a Zoom call for my college survivor. Let me make you some empanadas to make up for it. Losing someone, or... I don't know. That's an interesting concept. Does it, does it hurt equally... Is that a little too kumbaya? Aren't there definitely people you can lose on the tribe that it doesn't hurt as much than other people? I wonder when you're playing Survivor on Zoom, how much comes into like the demeanor and facial expressions you're making of. I feel sorry for this person. Oh boy. What a whirlwind voting session there. Okay, looks like they vote and submit videos of them voting separately. Really wish this wasn't distant. Really curious if the whole season is going to be distant. Really feeling like dude in the top row, second from the right, looks like Eric Andre. Alright. Host here. The host, you know, we're covering Survivor New York, and we've dubbed that host Jeffrey Propsfeld. Survivor Syracuse feels like a little, like, baby brother version of that. Okay, Gabby. So I'm going to name this guy Larry. La Larry Provid, after Larry David and Jeff Probst. Larry Provid. We've got one vote Gabby, one vote Madison, one vote Holly, four votes left. Lots of scattershot votes so far. Fourth vote goes to Gabby. Damn. Who's the fifth vote going to be? Gabby again, I bet. Fuck, I called it. Three votes Gabby, one vote Madison, one vote Holly, two left. Things aren't looking good for Gabby. Damn. Damn. She looks unhappy. 
the pain in her face. All right. Taking it personally. Fuck all y'all. I love it. I wish he hadn't bleeped it. Survivor Syracuse. Keep it in. Love the attitude, Gabby. Bring it to him. Let's see. Some people look like they enjoyed the sassiness. Some people look just kind of nonplussed by it. Some people look actively annoyed by it. Body Tribe down to six next week. Very interesting. Sunday challenges. And with that, we come to an end of our coverage for Survivor Syracuse Episode 2, Mind, Body, Soul. Very intriguing. I am very curious exactly how the filming was set up with the COVID year. Very curious how they're going to handle next week and the whole season going on. And, you know, here in the Twin Cities, we are big lovers of Prince. And I did find on Spotify Prince playing in Syracuse, New York. So just to say goodnight to all you college babies out there and to anyone that's listening to Survivor Cast International's coverage of anything, whether it be our sloppy, sloppy Saturday night Syracuse coverage, our Survivor UK coverage, South Africa, Survivor CNU, our hashtag wedding watch coverage where we're covering one wedding movie a week for the next 20 weeks leading up to my and co-host Jacqueline Doyle's marriage, our back-to-school movie watch-along. We've got more content than anyone would ever want. Just filling up the coffers of some overseas, I don't know, data bank, however the internet works. But with that in mind, being a, a member of the Twin Cities, a Minnesota resident, a lover of Prince, and really feeling like Syracuse is a sister city. I'm going to say goodnight to you college babies. Thank you for listening. Check out our other content. And here is Prince Rogers Nelson himself. Purple Rain live in Syracuse. Okay to play because Anchor check out anchor.fm owned by Spotify. If you had a podcast of your own, you could do wonderful things like play Prince Live in Syracuse to end your podcast coverage. And you know what? If you think my my coverage of Syracuse is a little too drunk and sloppy, if you find yourself wondering, why do it at all? If, if it's going to be this scattershot and long-winded and unfocused, well, why don't you go onto anchor.fm and start a podcast yourself? Huh? Why don't you do that? And you know what? Tell him Cody sent you.
Prince, live in Syracuse, New York, 1985. Prince Rogers Nelson. I don't want to be your daytime lover. Listen to that. Real melodic. Mm. Yeah. I'm realizing right now that this, uh, this recording is 19 minutes and 25 minutes, 25 seconds long. So we might have to skip ahead just a little bit. Prince is really fucking feeling himself at this recording. My goodness. 19 minutes and 25 seconds long. I apologize for jumping around and being a little chaotic there. But, my God. I wish I could play the whole thing. Let me jump ahead a little bit more. I don't want to be your daytime lover. I only want to be your friend. Only want to see you crying in the purple rain. Purple rain. Purple rain. Good old Prince. Bringing it home. It's not that. It's not that. Alright, now it didn't quite work out to play this because I didn't realize it was a 19-minute uh, track. So go listen to Prince in Syracuse 1985. But instead, let's, uh, let's end the night with uh, the original Broadway cast recording of Boys from Syracuse. From okay, I guess the uh, the title of the play is "The Boys from Syracuse." Let's end the night with the song "Dear Old Syracuse" from the original Broadway cast of "Boys from Syracuse." A much shorter song. There isn't a girl I'd call pretty, nor a friend that I'd call mine. Oh boy. And the only
decent place on earth is the town that gave me birth. You can keep your Athens, you can keep your own. I'm a hometown fella and I pine for home. I want to go back, go back to dear old Syracuse. Though I've worn out sandals and my funds are low, there's a light that's burning in the patio. I want to go back, go back to dear old Syracuse. It is no metropolis. It has no big acropolis. And yet there is a quorum of cuties in the forum. Damn. Sign me up for Syracuse University. Go back to dear old Syracuse. Now I understand why you all go to Syracuse University. I am a, a big fan of musical theater. This is a wonderful song, all jokes aside. It's got quite an energy to it. I do not agree with Mr. Spartacus. I was never meant to be a hearty cuss. I wanna go, go back, go back, go dear old Syracuse. When a man so, uh, anyone uh, looking for copyright infringements? This is a review of this song, most definitely. Also, Spotify sponsors Anchor, so no worries. They should really do some type of musical theater challenge in Survivor Syracuse. Plus, where's that goddamn anthropomorphic orange? I want to go back, go back. And you know what? I want to go to go back, go back, go back to dear old Syracuse. And I think I'll do just that next Saturday night. I know you've enjoyed our sloppy, sloppy coverage of Survivor Syracuse. It's the only way we know how to do it here on Survivor Cast International when it comes to this particular college. And we thank you for listening, and we hope you listen next week. Good night, and good luck, college babies. <laughs>